Hey, Jamsters, we're here celebrating our 300th episode on Sun's Jam Session. All right, let's get this party. Oh, wait, Sun's lost. So maybe I should uh, pop the balloons behind me and really tell these guys to chill out, you know? There's not much of a celebration tonight. The Suns lose their 11th of the 11th game of the season. And I got Coach Evan B here with me. How you doing, man? Thanks for joining today. Ah, uh, man, just we got to start by saying congratulations on 300 episodes. I wish John was here real quick so I could say the same to him. But you guys have grown this organically. You guys have covered it uh, very steadily. Very few bad takes, like maybe one or two here or there. But but for the most part, you guys have been excellent. It's been a pleasure to work with you guys. Congratulations. 300 is awesome. Everybody hit the like button tonight for sure. Yeah, well, thank you. You know, you said a few bad takes, but I feel like I have a lot more of them than maybe John does. I actually, I hear about them a lot more, I feel like, in the comments, which is fun. I love getting my takes out there and just being absolutely wrong. Like, I predicted the Suns to win tonight, but obviously they didn't, and they didn't help our cause of really celebrating 300 episodes. But I think we'll still celebrate tonight. I think we'll still have some fun. Um, Coach, you got something to pop open tonight to get this pod started? I had something specifically for Orange Friday, a little shock top. Unfortunately, it's not a celebration one, but it'll it'll numb the pain a little bit. All right. Well, it was a twist off, right? It is. Thank God. All right. Very cool, man. <laughs> oh, and actually, before we start, so let me see. We actually have one more guest, one more surprise guest tonight. And that is Flex from Jersey. How you doing, man? Oh, boys. What's up, my guys? Y'all can hear me? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You sound good. Yeah, we're What's actually up, my just- brothers? We're just now getting this started. Uh, we're celebrating, like I said, our 300th episode on a nice. night where the Suns come out and lose. But let's not <laughs> let that ruin this, the celebration, even though, you know, Coach told me before the pot he's a little upset about tonight's game. So we'll get into it. But first, Flex, do you have anything to pop open tonight with us or no? Um, Nah, man, just just regular, regular stuff. You know, I'm actually I got to do 98-7 postgame. Oh, OK, so very cool. <clears throat> um, I might pop in. I might just start with y'all okay and then uh i might have to jump off for a second do that real quick and then pop yeah. right back on but i figured i'd jump on at least y'all could have me backstage or whatever when i when i jump off mm-hmm. i probably just kill my camera mute out do what yeah. i do real quick hop right back in well have people now, in and out yeah for sure you and john john will be in and out too he's traveling so he's gonna jump on whenever he can so okay anytime okay. you have man i really appreciate it uh but I we'll go ahead and get- y'all, man. 300, yeah, well, man. Let's go. It's big. Yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Um, all right. Let's pop it open. Ready? Yes, sir. All right. Let's get this pod started. All right, yeah, the Suns lose 117-102. to 102. Um, It was actually, you know, a slow start to the game for the Suns. And there was one bad thing that really happened early in the game. Matthew, I got to ask. And what I got to ask you guys is when Torrey Craig, the juice, went down with a knee injury, what were you thinking? Flex, you can go first if you'd like. Your thoughts going through your mind just because you know it was an off night already for the Suns. It looked like maybe it was a scheduled loss. 
and then mm-hmm. maybe it looked like we were potentially losing Tory Craig. Were you freaked out at the moment? Yeah, man. I was on the phone with somebody uh, watching it as it happened. And and it's crazy because I was having a conversation last night about that very thing. And I'm like, you know what? We, we don't need to get caught up in the wins and losses right now. More than anything, I just want to stay healthy, man. We don't need no more injuries. We don't need any more issues. So, yeah, when that happened, I saw the hyperextension, man. I'm like, damn, that's that's not going to be good. But um, he's a dog, man. Tory's a dog. So he went out there, got a check, got right back in. If it ain't broken, man, Tory going to play. So that's good news. And, uh, again, I'm not I'm not tripping on the loss, man. I mean, it is what it is, man. It's it's about staying healthy. It's about uh, – it's a war of attrition at this point. Just stay healthy. Uh, keep everybody in line, and then you know when it counts, we should be fine. But yeah, man, I was uh, I was a little shook, Daddy, with that one, bro. That that one got me scared. Yeah, how about you, Coach? I see Darth in the chat right now. No, Tory Craig is not hurt. He is okay. It just looked like it at first. It was a little hyper extension, but you know where my mind went to was I think it was 1999 or 1998. Tom Gugliotta when he went out, he got rolled up on Randy Livingston, so it was a little bit different. But when you saw the Nego, it it didn't look like much. And so when I saw the replay, I was like, that doesn't look like much, but it doesn't take much with the knee. So I threw out the prayer circle tweet and he came back in, what, minutes later. So crisis averted, man. Crisis averted. (laughs) Yeah. And speaking of injuries, too, I mean, we're out. We were without Aaron Holiday tonight. You know, Chris Paul's out, of course. Cameron Payne's out. Aaron Holiday, you know, a lot of talk about him after last game just because of his presence on the court. He played a very solid game, and I was excited to see him tonight. And then, of course, earlier today, we heard he was not going to play. And, of course, you're thinking Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton didn't play last game. We thought Aaron Holiday would probably take up his minutes. Then we had to sit through Alfred Payton. Your guys' thoughts really on Alfred Payton and even Landry Shamit tonight. Shamit looked pretty good early in the game, but then later in the game, of course, he couldn't help out the Suns when they were in a drought. Um, where do you think we're going to get these minutes are going to really go towards Alfred Payton, I feel like, but is there any way him and if, if Aaron holidays out, will Shamit or, and, uh, Alfred Payton make up those minutes at all? Um, Hey man, you know what? I'm, I'm so disappointed in, in, uh, Landry Shamit, man. I mean, it's just, it's, and I've, I've, it's been documented, man. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, man, but this is now seeming like a 60-game slump, bro. And so yeah. it, it's it's frustrating, man. So, you know, having a conversation with somebody halftime, you know, basically, man, we're playing with one guard tonight. Like, realistically, you're playing with one guard tonight. You got no CP3. You got no campaign. You got no Aaron Holiday. And then when you got, you know, Landry and Alfred not really, you know, I, I don't want to say non-existent, man, but. I mean, for, for the amount of minutes that they played tonight, um, you need more, man. So you, you're playing book as your only true guard. I mean, you you way under man, man. So it's going to be hard to play on a back-to-back with a young Pelicans team with the guard rotation they got. And let's not, let's not underestimate the fact that, you know, that's Willie Green over there, man. I mean, he yeah. knows our entire offense. He knows our schemes. He knows our plays. He knows what we're trying to do. From Jump Street, he went out there and blitz book. So you put a lot of pressure on book to do way too much. Um, so yeah, it's, it's disappointing, man. But hopefully we'll get campaign back Sunday. I don't think the holiday thing. Everything I'm hearing is just a minor tweak. It's just pain management. He should be fine. Um, but yeah, you're gonna need more out of Landry and Alfred if you if you're gonna you, you you're gonna expect to beat teams, especially that they got a rotation like the Pelicans with them young you know young explosive guards. So it was tough tonight, man. But it's just it's just yeah. one night, man. Let's not overreact. 
All right, yeah. coach. I mean, is it possible really to make up those minutes? It is, right? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, anything's possible. I'm, I'm disappointed in Alfred Payton as well, too. Uh, you saw what he did last year in New York. He is a shell of himself right now. He looks like Orlando Alfred Payton. The defense has dropped off. The on-ball defense has dropped off. And he used to be really shifty getting to the lane. And, you know, inside like eight feet or something like that, I, I actually kind of trusted him. I did. And yeah. it looks like he can't even do that now. So it looks like he's fallen off or lost confidence or this isn't the correct offense for him. But if you have him and Booker on the floor together, you cannot have point book. Point book is dependent on spacing the floor. And you're going to leave Alfred Payton wide open for those bricks and air balls. And that's the big problem. If Alfred Payton could at least function in a pick and roll or at least be some sort of threat to drive it and finish, then we could have a different conversation. But that's that's not happening right now. So losing Aaron Holiday is tough. I mean, other than the fact he was hitting threes at a pretty decent rate since he started here, and other than the fact his energy just shines and brings out everybody else, other than those facts, you just miss the extra body, right? So it's mm -hmm. tough. You can't make it up. I hope Flex is right with campaign coming back. We need him. We missed that spark plug, and we didn't have that spark plug. You kind of saw Tory Craig try to be that guy in the beginning of the fourth quarter, but it wasn't consistent, which was my problem with uh, uh, Tory Craig uh, last season. It's like he just wanted to play that in spurts. You saw how aggressive he can be, and he can hit shots and, and do all that, and then there's times where he just disappeared. He disappeared in last night's game. He disappeared in the first half of tonight's game. But then you know he comes out, and when he puts you know balls to the wall, He's a very, very dangerous player. So I'd like to see a little more out of Torrey Craig as well, too. Yeah, and uh, Torrey Craig, he was kind of really wild, even when that injury did happen. I just felt like he was kind of crazy on defense. He was kind of over um, playing maybe a little bit over defensively on these guys where he was flying by on the three-point shots. And then, of course, that one blocked attempt where he got hurt. Like it just, he seemed like he mistimed it there, but um, it was just a weird, I think it's just an off night. I think we're going to end every mm -hmm. segment that we bring up. It's like, yeah, it's just an off night. We'll, <laughs> we'll get our frustrations well, out, but then it's like, yeah, it's just an off night. But back to backs ahead. will never happen in the playoffs. Remember exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. Right. They will and never Chris happen. Paul in the will be there too. <laughs> Chris Paul will be there and hopefully Cameron Payne will be there too. And, um, and they won't ruin a uh, episode 300 for jam session. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about um, our best player, maybe an MVP candidate. Big Dick Booker. Yeah, book like he looked exhausted, didn't he? Like he yeah. in the third quarter, everyone looked exhausted, but he was seriously trying to carry this team tonight. I felt like on his shoulders. DA started asking for the ball later in the game. It was a little bit too late for that. Um, there wasn't really any offense coming from anybody, and Booker had no spacing. He was getting double team, triple team, ran out all night long. Um, I mean, I wanted to get your guys' opinions on maybe just an MVP run for him. I know it's it's going to be very difficult to reach. I know you got Jokic, you got Embiid, who are basically going to carry it away till the end of the season. One of them will probably end up winning the award. But after tonight's loss, I mean, does this kind of hurt his MVP chances, or did you even think he had a chance at winning the MVP this year? No, nah, I mean, listen, man, I, I, he definitely, he he's definitely going for it, man. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. he he knows the opportunity in front of him. 
He's also looking at the all NBA thing. You know, that's something that a lot of people don't talk mm -hmm. about. But, you know, book wants it. And the opportunity's right there. And, yeah, a loss like tonight doesn't help. I mean, but I, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, you know, once we knew the CP thing's coming out, I'm looking at 24 games. CP's not going to miss all 24 games. But let's just say for hypothetical reasons, you know, CP misses 24 games. You know, in order for book to have a shot, you got to go at least 19 and 5. That's what I'm thinking. If you can go good enough, 19 and five, maybe 18 and six, and and a game like last night helps. I mean, when he when he stuffs the stat sheets and and he's able to improve his rebounding, assists, steals, because Book's gonna get his 2025 in his sleep, man. Um, that's scoring mm -hmm. is never gonna be the problem with Book, um, but in this more dynamic role point Book, um, he's gonna have a nice 20 game stretch to kind of sway some votes and and show people that he can go get six steals. He can play defense like he did last night. You know, he can distribute the ball and get 12 dimes. Um, so yeah, I, I think he I actually do think he's got a shot, but it's gotta be a, a really it's gotta be a magical run here in these last 24, man. It's gotta be something spectacular. Because um at the end of the day, you know how this works, man. You know, these voters get swayed by a whole bunch of different things. A lot of them don't even watch basketball, man, to be honest. It's it's, it's actually comical, bro. Um yeah. yeah, so so yeah, I, I think I think book yeah. I think book is gonna go for it, man. But um it's gonna it's gonna be tough. But uh, at the end of the day, man, if you if you talk to Booker, if you gave him true sound right now and you were able to talk to Devin, Devin will tell you straight up, man, all I want is a damn championship, man. Let's get that chip and anything else is 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 what it is. So We'll see what happens, but I think he's gonna give himself a shot. Um, if we can if we just keep things together in this last 24. Yeah, and and unfortunately for Booker, <laughs> the way that you do stop him is blitzing him. And when you don't have that other man that you can pass to and create, which yeah. we're mm -hmm. really, really missing, you know, you, you can easily space out three guys in a little triangle down low in a little zone to be able to take away those extra shots. And if those shots aren't falling, then we're going to have problems. And they weren't tonight. I mean, excuse me, Cam Johnson, three of 10 tonight, airballed one, very uncharacteristic of him. We already went through Alfred Payton. Book himself was two for eight from three. And Torrey Craig, 0 for three as well. And Landry Shamit, we already talked about him. So when those shots aren't hitting, it, it's really hard to get those assists up, assist numbers up, man, because this team was not driving to the hole tonight. They did not want to do it until the fourth quarter. And if we're not hitting the threes, we're going to find ourselves in in this type of territory. And I want I want to go over the defense and and a lot of things that I I, I really noticed where we could have really taken advantage in this game, but didn't for some reason. But but with Booker, man, you blitz him, and he doesn't have that kind of outlet. It's going to be a different different type of story until we figure out some sort of motion or when campaign or an Aaron Holiday comes back. So, I mean, props to Willie Green, man. Them boys came out. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. is their first Willie game after the All-Star game, know too. What he's doing, man. Yeah, Willie, Willie know you nailed it, Coach. Willie know what he's doing, man. And I, you can see it from jump. You can see it from the very tip of the game. I mean, they went out there with a mission. They knew that it was shorthanded. Willie, you know, they know they're missing three-point guards, and they know that – you know, the key to stopping this team is get the ball out of Book's hand and 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 pray for the best. Pray and, and it worked tonight. Tonight it worked. They played this game a hundred times, it won't play out this way. You know what I'm saying? It just you know, yeah, you can't give up 42 points. And that's got nothing. That's the thing that I'm I'm a harp on. You can look at all the stats, you can look at all the hustle numbers. Sons got their ass whooped in every category tonight. And that's not that's not indicative of who they are. 
but you, you give up 42 points in the third quarter, man. You, you That's got nothing to do with Chris Paul. That's got nothing to do with your play. That's got to do with you just not banging out and then rotating, not doing what you got to do on defense, man. It came out flat-footed, and, and the Pels made them pay for it. But, again, um, I think it's more of an aberration than anything. And, and you're going to have these nights, and I think they'll learn from it, and I think you'll see an entirely different team on Sunday um, from Jump Street. And uh, hopefully we get one of those guards back. We don't need all three of them. You just need one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just need one. I know. We have like six or seven of them, right, coming right. in. We have like – the depth is ridiculous, but when the injuries start to hit, I feel like they just always hit one position so hard. Um, but they yeah. – honestly, the – Someone brought up in the chat really quick, Haley uh, Kablint. Sorry, I don't really curse on the podcast, but effing free throws. Like, seriously, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, fucking free throws. So 41 attempts from the Pelicans. Um, did that bother you? Like, tonight, I just felt like there was just any kind of momentum the Suns had. And I'm not going to say, like, they, they even looked like they had a chance to win this game because I really just felt like it was an off night. I was actually watching PHNX before and they were doing the pregame show. And so I was actually talking about how he just felt like this is a scheduled loss. I'm like, there's no way. But as soon as the tip, like like uh, Flex said, you can see it from the beginning. And I did. And I don't think, do you think the refs are, had anything to do with this loss and any kind of Probably. momentum the Suns have? They just cut it short. Because I, th- I think they're, they're blowing the whistle left and right against the Suns all night yeah. long. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, what, what was it, Coach? They nine minutes left in the third quarter in the bonus? I mean... It's it's yeah. just it was it was an awkward game. It was just one of the like I said, more of an aberration. Um, they just kept getting to the line. They kept give him credit, man. He kept attacking the basket. Give CJ credit, man. That guy's a hell of a basketball player, man. He had every big shot. Every time the Suns tried to get a little run, you know, down six, down seven, every time he would just respond and, and come up with a big play. But you know, there were a bunch of calls that he got that book just didn't get on the other end. And and you know, we can't control that, man. You're gonna have those games where just everything snowballs. You know, it was like a snowball effect on that on, in every category and everything. I mean, I know DA only had five boards tonight, but he wasn't the only one, man. I mean, DA was getting doubled on the block and those guys on the weak side not not chipping in, man, not coming to help. So it was it was just one of those games, man. It was just one of them games and it, it sucks. Like like you said, 300 show, it sucks. You know, this is the one thing I'm gonna <laughs> tell y'all right now. And and this is the interesting thing about it. Um, I was having this conversation before I jumped on. The fact that we can remember our losses, man, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they, they hurt. They, you know what I'm saying? I know yes. hey, we lost to Atlanta before this and damn, yeah. we lost to Miami mm-hmm. before this. Like that, that just speaks volumes about what we're dealing with this year, man. This is a special team, man. We over here chirping about, you know, we had a chance to win 50 games in 60, bro. Like, you know what I mean? So let's, let's just take it, man. It is what it is. It's it's a bad game overall across the board. But Monte had them boys ready Sunday. I, I promise you. I, I got no worries on Sunday. They they know what's coming Sunday. They know Donovan Mitchell's coming right. in. Rudy Gobert's coming in now. The rest of the Jazz, they've lost twice. Uh, once in embarrassing fashion. And then here up in Salt Lake, a game I got to go to. They, they're they going to be ready for that game. It's a one thirty start, so a little awkward of a time. But I feel like we always do pretty good in day games the last two years. So I'm looking forward to that. One thing we really need to harp on, 16 offensive rebounds yeah, by the yeah. Pelicans, man. 17 boards by Valanchunas. Yeah. They were active. They were ready to go. And if you were to pick any stat, other than the fact they made 15 more free throws and we lost by 15, it's the boards. The boards have been the one consistent inconsistency for the Suns during a lot of a stretch where we can win a game, but we actually lose the rebounding battle, you know? So 
that's got to get picked up. JaVale McGee, I, I've got a lot of issues with JaVale McGee right now. The, the, the past few games, it seems like he's just not not in sync, not there. I don't I don't know what it is. I'd really love to see Biz get some work, man. Yeah, he's yeah. so yeah. active. He's so active. Let's play the active guy. Let, let's try something new. So I don't know if Monty just was afraid to change so late in the game at that point. Really trust McGee. Wants his vets to play through it, which is definitely a trait for Monty. Like, I respect that. Let your vets play through the tough times. But you look at Shamit. You're, you're trying to let him play through it, and it just ain't happening right now. What are your guys' thoughts on, on McGee and Biombo right now? Yeah, let's let's do this really quick. Double O McGee. Biz. Biz. So that's usually, the best. That's the best drop. Your Bismack one, by the way. It is. I mean, John does a fantastic job. Every time you get to see his beautiful face on the drop, it's even better. Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about Bismack. I was super shocked he didn't get into the game at all. Like. So I don't know. Yeah, we can talk about this because I wanted him to actually get in some minutes. And I was thinking maybe last night when he didn't play, I was like, oh, maybe it's because they're saving him for tonight's game. You know, and and what Monty did or what he didn't do was really actually match. I feel like the lineups that the Pelicans had out there, the bigs, because it seemed like mm. Booker was kind of switched underneath the basket when they were trying to play zone. He'd end up being switched on Hayes and the Hayes would just get the, the tip in on the offensive rebound. That happened a lot. So I was like, oh, maybe they'll go to Bismack. Maybe they'll match the size the energy but they never did so what are what are the thoughts on i know coach you just talked about it but is he gonna ever play again what what is the deal with this bismack biombo like we're like stuck in limbo with him man yeah i would have liked to see biz um tonight a little more i think um i think skylar mentioned it too um on the on the telecast she actually brought that up yeah. um it would have been nice to just mix some things up we were getting crashed on the boards we we're getting slaughtered and and you know just switch some things up and bring a little more energy um, but uh, again, man, it's just a really weird basketball game. And, you know, I, I don't even think Monty had a good chance of getting a really good grasp on how this game was good. The flow is just atrocious, man. And when you got that much foul trouble and you, you're just chipping away and you're trying to make that comeback, um, he tried a couple different things. But, you know, the ball was just, that's another thing. The ball was just so stagnant tonight, man. I never mm. seen the, the entire yeah. season. I don't think I remember a game all year where I saw so much isolation and one-on-one stuff going on. And I think that was just indicative of what the Pelicans were doing the book. I think there were just a lot of guys sitting around waiting for book to just do something, you know, do book of things, but you got two, three guys blitzing them on every play, man. And people were just flat footed. And then, and then they started trying to do their own ISO thing. And when you watch a basketball game, especially a Phoenix Suns basketball game, and they're not, they're not running that 0.5 and you got, Jay Crowder trying to isolate for himself. You know you're in trouble, man. That's just not what we do. It's not how we play. And so there was just too much of that tonight, and I just think it just snowballed, man. Um, I think, if, again, if you do this all over again, I think you might see Biz in there a little more. I mean, shit, JaVel only had two boards tonight, man. I mean, people screaming about DA, but JaVel only had two boards tonight. I know he only played 10 minutes, but, um, yeah, it's just, man, just, just one of these games that, like, I, I record every home and road game because I'm on the East Coast. I get both telecasts, right? So I get the Pelicans feed plus the Suns feed, and I record mm-hmm. both of them. And I'm deleting both them damn things tonight, right? I'm not even going back <laughs> yeah. and watching. Nice. I mean, it just I just can't do it. It's just such a weird game. It, it feels like the Indiana Pacers game last year out the All-Star break. Nice we got demolished nice by them at home. <laughs> demolished. I mean, I think Sabonis went off for like 30 or 40 or something ridiculous. But you know what? 
came right back right, the next game. Right. And that's the thing that this team can do. And this team has a really unique opportunity to not only tinker with lineups, toy with plays, do all these different weird things. We have an opportunity to win games different ways. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. expected Wingstop to come out and literally win us a game. In the NFL, if you have a top 10 defense, you're expecting that defense to go out and win two to three games, yeah, right? Yeah. During the season, yeah. probably one or two in the playoffs. I really expected this wing stop to come out and win a game because without Chris Paul and if Booker is getting blitzed, you have to find a different way to win a game. Mm-hmm. You have to go out there and find different ways. And I thought the way that we played last night, how we were streaking, we were getting down the court fast. I remember I was uh, helping my son uh, wash his hands or something uh, right after dinner, and he's three years old. So I, I'm watching, I'm nice. watching. Okay, okay, we just scored. Pick my son up, wash his hands real quick, go back down. Damn, we already scored four points because <laughs> we were just getting the ball out so yeah. quickly. And so I want the Suns to find different ways to win a game during the stretch without Chris Paul. We can do it. And I think tonight, the way Devin Booker, his mindset, the way he thinks, this should light a fire on not only under his ass, but everybody else. Expect a different team come Sunday. Expect a way different one. No doubt. Yeah, and we got to talk about this guy. I mean, we don't... I hate talking about this game because we keep saying, right? Just, you know, you're flex, you're deleting the tapes. Or you're nah, I'm them. not no going to delete. I'm, 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 I'm BSing. I'm going to go back yeah. and watch both these games. Okay, okay, okay good. But I do want to talk about, of course. Watch. Um, yeah, so, okay. DA, he had the all-star break off. Um, it usually takes him some time to get his feet underneath him. I think it's like two games. Cause I think when he came back from his injury, it took him two games to really get into a groove tonight. They seem like at times during the game, they were forcing him the ball. He wanted the ball. Um, but maybe it was a little too late towards yeah. the end of the game to where he was actually asking for it and trying to make a difference. I think even him trying to box out big V down there, Balanchunas, mm-hmm. that was a tall task. I mean, it wasn't easy for him. And I thought him, Getting his body in between him and the basket was really difficult. He gave up a lot of offensive rebounds. I just don't know. You're trying to actually try to win the games, and you want DeAndre to do what he can do. And John's here, and no mask wow, at the airport, cool. dude. Look at that. I just like called you out, and I love how you always come in when I'm in the middle of my little rants. You always pop <laughs> in. So go ahead, John. Take over, buddy. What do you think? Did you get to watch just- any of it? I watched a little bit of the first quarter, a little bit of the fourth quarter, and discombobulation is probably the best word. I think that yeah. of the Suns' 11 losses, like three have happened on Fridays because I travel on Fridays, and I feel like yeah. I come onto the pod and I have to talk about a fucking loss, and it sucks. Uh, but real quick, three things. One, thank you to both Coach and to Flex for celebrating 300 Always. with us here on the Sun yeah. Jam Podcast. Baby, Appreciate you guys. Appreciate the Jamsters for showing up for this one. Two, uh, can't wait for that Jazz game to get the the taste of this one out of our mouth. And three, thoughts on CJ McCollum? Yeah, killer, savage, killer, savage. What's so great is like the Pelicans now have, I mean, not great tonight, but they have that guy to where a lot of teams don't have that against the Suns where they have a guy that can step up and make big shots like he did tonight. Ingram's the same guy. Like Ingram could do that too. He did that at Spurs. But CJ's just like, you need to stop a run against the Suns. Oh, here's the three. You need to yeah. here, you know, stop another run. Here's just a pullback jumper. 
he took on Mikhail Bridges all game when he when the matchup was there. He did whatever he wanted against him, and Mikhail was probably tired or whatever. But he, you could see why they got this guy on their team to win games like this. Because if this wasn't, if he wasn't on the Pelicans, I feel like this is a game the Suns still could have maybe won. But CJ made sure to close them out. Yeah, Agreed. eleven of eighteen tonight. By the way, eleven of eighteen. That's the type of Booker that we get with Chris Paul. You know what I'm saying? Efficient, efficient, efficient. Yeah. He was a killer tonight. Looks good. Looks good in the Pelicans uniform next to uh, Ingram and Valanciunas. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he's he a does. pro, man. He's he's a yeah. pro, man. He, he he hit every timely shot. He got to the line. He he attacked the basket when he knew they were in a bonus. Um, he he really made us pay for being in the bonus with nine minutes left in the third. And he just never let us get comfortable, never let us go on that little run that we needed, that little 6 7 run just never happened. Um, but that's a that's a hell of a basketball play over there, man. That guy, I'm not surprised, man. I mean, that's it. And you know what? The Pelicans, I, I've watched them a lot this year because a lot of people don't know this, but in my household, my, my son is a Pelicans fan. He's been a he's actually my 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 19-year-old son was a freshman in college. His favorite team was the Hornets um, when they had Chris Paul. That was his favorite player growing up was Chris Paul. And then he migrated to the Pelicans, so he became a Pelicans fan. But So I, I do watch a lot of Pelicans games. And the one thing that I can see that's different with CJ is, um, you know, during the season, Brandon Ingram's been having a hard time in the fourth quarter actually being that guy and, and closing out games. And now you got a guy that knows how to do it, who's a vet, who's an all-star, who can say, yo, play your role. I'm going I'm, I'm to be the killer here. And you just BBI, and we'll work things out. And tonight was indicative of that. I mean, they just went to CJ, let CJ operate, and everybody else ate off it. So I like the addition, man. I think that's going to be a really good basketball team. And I love Willie Green. So I think they got some good things going on there. Now, again, I didn't get to see – the majority of the game, but in the few possessions I did see, it looked like Mikael Bridges was having a hard time on Ingram. Did that progress throughout the entire game? And why do you guys think that is? Normally, it's the quick little guys. And did you guys already talk about that? And no, I'm just no. We well, I I was just thinking about how CJ would just basically just maneuver his way around Mikael's yeah. long branch like arms just to get to the bucket and then draw the foul. He did that multiple times, and I just. I, I was just I was just laughing because it's it's just funny that the Suns lost first of all, and then Mikael Bridges he's been playing so well that he just didn't really have a good game on both ends of the court. I feel like so I don't know. It's not. So funny. does that sum it up for y'all though? Does that sum it up for y'all though? Because that's where I keep going back to an aberration. I'm like I know Mikael, bro. We know Mikael. Like that wasn't Mikael yeah. tonight. You know what I mean? And so no. that right there is is pretty much sums it up for me. I mean everything was just off tonight. And yeah, he was getting blown by by CJ. And again, I, I'm I'm going I'm riding with Young Scotty 99 out of 100 times, man. So tonight yeah. was just that night. And and again, off the back to back, they got in really late from OKC last night. And I, you know what? I think this is actually good for this basketball team, man. Uh, a nice little ass whooping every now and then is good for a team. And so, yeah, take the L tonight, suck it up. They 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 they're bad losers. So that's a good thing. They don't like to lose. So they'll come back Sunday and they'll be ready to go. I'm sure we're not going to see this on Sunday. All right. Well, it looks like my bag's up. So I got to go get this. Uh, go get, get him, baby. Right, Sean. Everybody Congrats, subscribe, John. rate, review, do all that fun stuff. And uh, I'll see you when I see you. Yeah. Love you, my boy. Take care, guys. Yeah, please subscribe, rate, and review. I always forget to <laughs> – every time I am hosting the podcast, I forgot to it's run through plug. that stuff. But they know by now, right, to subscribe, rate, and review. Leave exactly. a review on Spotify or um, – actually, I'm sorry. That's actually Apple. We will read it on the podcast. 
Um, but also, I wanted to bring up Mikhail and DeAndre Ayton before the game. They were dancing around, singing on the mop or whatever that was. Uh, does that age badly? Is is that something they do because Chris Paul's not on the floor? I know he's on the bench, but he's not on the layup line. So they get to have more fun without Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I just, I just, yeah, man. Them, them dudes are young, man. They, they, yeah, I, I love them. I love them dudes, man. <laughs> I, 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 I love them dudes, man. But, they just like to have fun, man. <laughs> and, and, they're, and they're young. They're not going to remember this when they wake up tomorrow. Yeah. No, hell yeah. no, they're not. Mikael's so, still, Mikael's still high on that Super Bowl win, man. Mikael's still thinking about the Rams, man. <laughs> is that why? Because like Flex, his energy and his his goofiness or whatever, like he, he seriously, he's been showing it a lot more on the court, on the floor um as of late have you noticed that like he's yeah. just very emotional now i have i have yeah. he's, he's got he's coming into himself listen mikhail is going to be and he's already fantastic but i i got so much um belief in that kid man i mean yeah you, you see little things the maturation of his game little by little the the pump fake the dribble drive the the, the little jumper in the paint you know he's an incredible finisher um, M- Mikael's going to be a, a fantastic player in this league for a long time. And so, um, I, I, I like everything I'm seeing from Mikael. And I think this is, again, this is a good loss because these guys are going to be dependent on more. Like you're going to need more from Mikael. Like you can't replace Chris Paul with just one dude. Everybody's going to have to do a little more. And I think this is going to be a nice moment for us to showcase and, and put Mikael in a spot where, he could legitimately on any given night be the second our uh, second option behind Book. And so it's it's gonna be good for them, man. I mean, I, I believe this, I said it uh on the last part I did. I think this CP situation is gonna be a blessing in disguise. And I think that ultimately when it all boils down, we're gonna look back at this and we're gonna say, damn, you know what? The CP thing actually helped X player evolve and and, th- and I'm disappointed in Landry because I think that this is an opportunity for Landry to flush these 60 games down the drain and actually, uh, you know, fix some things. But I just don't see it, man. That guy's really – I'm losing my faith in Landry, man. I'm I'm, I'm really – yeah, but with Mikhail, he's going to be yeah. fine, bro. Yeah, um, I think we've all kind of like I don't know. I think jumped off that ship with Landry a long time ago. Of course, we we seriously we we hope something comes back. I mean, something actually blossoms for him later in the year. But it's too little, too late. I feel like, um, Coach, did you you said earlier in the pod you wanted to talk about some defensive schemes or something that were played against the Suns? Was that something that you wanted to bring up? Was there something more? You yeah, it, no, with? it was just my uh, my wing stop take. You know, trying to find. <laughs> yeah, we, you the, said wing stop like the. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like is that, that no, like no, Mikhael J- Bridges J- and Cameron Johnson, J- or Jay Crowder, Tory Craig, Tory, yeah, Cam yeah. Johnson, Mikhail, all the okay. all them I all like them that. boys. I, I really I really wanted them to come out and and clamp down, if you will. So it okay. didn't happen tonight. It can continue to happen. The thing that was really bad that I think really needs to be addressed was not only the 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 off ball defense. I mean, they were just sagging so low mm-hmm. to the point where all yeah. of these shots were wide open. But when any of our players got blown by, when CJ McCollum would blow by anybody, there was no help. No defense one back tonight. there. Yeah, there was yeah. no help defense tonight, which you're supposed to have. And especially with Aiton. So I kind of like what you said, Matthew, that it does take Aiton a few days to kind of get going. You see him yeah. at the beginning of the seasons coming off of injuries. You're right. Like he totally does take a few days. So. He's going up against Gogurt on uh, on Sunday, so <laughs> yeah, he handles him pretty well, right? I don't think 
defensive player of the year is really a big exactly. matchup for him. I don't know why it's it's easy for him. Um, him and Jokic. Um, They're a slower team too. They're a slow. Jazz mm-hmm. are a little bit of a slower team. Just expect something different. And Brandon Ingram was guarding Mikael Bridges a lot. So whenever he would get into the lane and do his little kind of half fadeaway shooting over, he's usually shooting yeah. over somebody that's six 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 seven or something. No, it was Brandon Ingram right there. All set, what seven foot two, seven foot three wingspan. A that's yeah. a lot different. And don't and don't forget, Pelicans whooped our ass last year by like thirty some points at one point yeah, on TNT. On TNT, that, that was the ass. Yeah. Yep, yep. What yeah. happened the very next game? We came out and responded, but also we're still the best team in the league. We still got that cushion. Yep. It sucks that it happens on a night when everybody's going to be talking about James Harden and coming back, and all of a sudden he's just like he used to be. Everyone's yes. going to be picking them. Yes, the Warriors kicked ass last night, so people are talking yep. about the Warriors now. The Suns get one loss, and you know the in the court of public opinion, everyone's like, "Oh, without CP3." They're cooked. Don't even talk about them. But we're getting every team's best shot. I guarantee you the Pelicans are probably going to lose their next game because that's just kind of what the Pelicans do. And we got yeah. blown out by Atlanta, right? You mm-hmm. you couldn't beat them on that night if you had Jordan himself playing. They were on fire. What happened? They lost the next two games. Right. Yeah. We're getting everybody's best shot. Keep that in mind. A lot of things can happen throughout the season. We came out healthy. We're going to get a different team on Sunday. Yeah. And I just wanted the win because it's our 300th episode. I don't care about it. <laughs> and you deserve else. that, Matthew. <laughs> Damn it. You no, deserve I'm that. Uh, but we, before we move on to hand out some hardware, um, Humble Rumble actually asked, and John and I actually made a bet before the season, how many times we would talk about the DA Max and all that. But Humble Rumble had just a question really quick if you want to answer Flex. Hey, Flex, yeah. can Suns pay DA and book the Super Max? I don't know if that's something that you well, want to answer well, right now well, or what. Well, listen, first, okay. I mean, I just want to make sure we're clear here. Like, Book Supermax is going to happen. So mm-hmm. we, that's a yes, 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 right? Um, and yes, they can absolutely play, pay DA to Max. They can match him. You got to remember, I don't think the Suns are going to give DA a Max, personally. I don't think they are physically going to hand him a Max. But if he goes get a Max from another team, the Suns will match it. And remember, he can only get a Max from another team that's four years. And so the Suns will have no problem matching a four-year Max. But I don't know if they want to go five years. Um, but yeah. Short and sweet, yes, they can pay DA and they can super max book and they'll be just fine. And and All I, right. I, don't, I don't see any issues it, with it. it. Super max deal. Now remind me, how, what's the total on that? That's like one of the two hundred million dollars. Two fifty for book. It'd be about you're talking two fifty over five. Yes, you know it's an extension. It's an extension. Yes, so it'll be it'll be two fifty over five. And again, he's got to make all NBA to qualify. So that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, the yeah, all NBA thing is very important. Very so. important. So yeah. that's why my boy Book is going to start. That's cooking. why he's going for it, which is about <laughs> 50, 50 mil a year for that for Suns fans wondering fifty mil. Where do you think he'll fall there? Because now that I don't know, John Morant, Steph Curry, of course. But you think Booker can be on a first teamer? Uh, can be a first teamer? Or? Um. I mean, listen, I, I'm biased here, man. I mean, shit, I think Book is the best guard in basketball, pound for pound. I mean, so, yeah, I, I mm. do I think he should be first team? Hell yeah. Do I think he'll make it? Because, you know, I think there's still some – like I said, man, you, I'm out here on the East Coast, guys, and, and, and I know some of these guys, you know, down in Manhattan that got votes and stuff, man, and – 
it's comical, man. They don't even stay up and watch Devin Booker, man. I'm I'm serious, guys. They don't even stay up and watch Devin Booker, and they got it. They got an All NBA vote, so it's it's crazy. Yeah. So I I don't it's know exactly if he'll get like first team. Football. Yeah, I don't know if he'll get first team, but yeah. I think he can make one of the All NBA teams for sure, Could- especially if he takes his twenty game you know running and and goes with it. Um. So yeah, I think I think this year is very feasible. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll have to wait and see, but I think he's been deserving for a little while now. It's kind of like the All Star thing, right? He's been deserving for a while, and that stuff starts happening. But once you crack that All NBA one time, then it changes everything. You know what I mean? You just got to crack that first one. That first one's the hardest one, and then and then he start rolling in. So I, I think he's got a shot though. I don't understand why Curry would get all NBA. You can talk about the Warriors, this and that, all you want, but he's he's shooting a career worse. Other than the other than 2019-20, when he only played five games, he's shooting a career worse than three-point percentage. His overall field goal percentage is the worst that he's ever shoot, other than that one year. He's not averaging a career high in absolutely anything. I mean, you you can go down to blocks. He's not even averaging a career high in that or steals or nothing. So how I just don't understand the the love affair with Curry this season. I get it. Great player, best shooter of all time. We can go down that road if you want. But we're talking about this year and this All-NBA team. I don't know how you can justify putting them on there. But then again, listen to what Flex just said. So shit, what do we know? <laughs> It's a popularity contest, man. They don't care about what's going on actually statistically in the yay Steph Curry. And and that's mm-hmm. that, you know, they look at the sheet and they're lazy and they're yeah, Steph Curry. Yes, of course Steph Curry's going <laughs> exactly. you know, I'm serious, man. I mean No, I know, I believe you. It's it's gotta change, man. It's gotta change. But uh, I mean, listen, I mean shit, look at books numbers last year. What do you have? Damn near 28, 5 it's, and 5 last year. It's almost the same, right? Yeah. I mean, he's he has his three point percentage, I think. What is it at right now? 38 percent or 39? I know yeah, it's double check, right? yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah. it did. But I mean, even Mario Lopez from yeah, we got Mario Bell. Lopez from Save yeah, by the Bell. Let's Bell. go, Slater. AC Slater's <laughs> on. What's going on, What's buddy? Going? <laughs> he said, he's still wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dweeb. All right, uh, the media folks love Curry. We know this, and that's totally true. Um, so I mean, he, if the All Star game for, counts for the re- he, for he the record, here. for the record, he's averaging the book is averaging the same amount of points as Steph Curry right now. His his three point percentage is officially thirty six point eight. Field goal is at forty four point eight. Both, uh, no, excuse me. Field goal percentage is down. Three point percentage is only up two points. But he's averaging a career high in rebounds. He's averaging a career high in uh, blocks. Definitely steals. And he have averaging a career low other than his rookie season in turnovers. Hmm. Well. I don't know, man. I mean, we'll leave it up to the media for this one, honestly, because. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we can do. We can just keep preaching about, you know, how good he is. No one will hear us. But uh, let's go ahead and hand out the Jam Star of the Game, if there is any. Jam Star of the Game. All right, you guys, do you know who the Jam Star of the Game is for you? The best player tonight was, for me, nobody. So I think this might be the first one. I just don't hand it out to anybody. I'm going to give it to Booker because he was just <laughs> overly worked tonight. He was exhausted. He was about to kill a ref out there, um, and no one was really there to help him. So I'm going to give it to Book, though, tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go my 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 game ball tonight is going to the Suns Jam Session podcast baby 300 oh, that's that's, that's, that's nice. the hallway tonight you. baby y'all 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 right. earn that tonight man and then book is a close second Okay 
Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah, it's I can't believe it's been three hundred, dude. It's crazy. Three hundred, man. It feel like it. Um, you know, I thought I'd be better at podcasting by now, but I'm just going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three hundred underneath brother. my belt. I'm like, ah, dude. Hey, that's a big number, yes. bro. That's a big number. I mean, you know what? I, I always say it about y'all, man. Um, it's super impressive what y'all do, man, and the consistency and and the effort y'all put in, man. Like. I'm out here on the East Coast, man, and, and I get worn out because of the time change and stuff, man. But I, I always mm. tune in and check y'all out, man. Y'all consistent, man. I love y'all to death. So 300 is a big number, guys. So let's 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 get y'all a round of applause, man. Y'all, y'all put in the work. Y'all deserve it, man. No All right. Well, about. thank you, man. Absolutely. I really uh, appreciate it. Other than you guys getting it, if I'm gonna give one, honestly, <laughs> I don't know if this is a first on Suns Jam session. I'm gonna give it to Willie Green. Let's go. Okay. Opposite team. John did he, that once. Uh, he didn't give his opposite He deserved team coach, it. But, he he yeah. deserved it. It was the perfect game plan, and they executed it throughout. So, I mean, yeah. props to Willie Green. You know, yeah. I'm actually really happy for him, considering I that am we've, too. we've blown him out a couple times. From everything yeah. that I've heard from Willie, and I loved watching him uh, play with AI way back in the day. So, prop, mm-hmm. props to him. Hopefully, hopefully Zion can come back for him. I mean, for the NBA as a whole. It's, it's always fun when the best players play. And Did you guys hear what JJ Reddick said about Zion recently? Yeah, he, your take. He's a dis- disconnected teammate. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Lord, that is not what you want to be associated with. And nope. since that's come out, he still hasn't done anything. He still no, ain't reached out to CJ McCollum, man. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't CJ, think he ever will. Yeah. Let, I mean, let them in scoring the last few games, and you're not going to reach out to him. Come on, man. Yeah. So, yeah. the question I just wanted to ask yeah. so, do you think Zion will be in a Pelican uniform again? I don't, I don't no. think he will be. I think he'll no. be the first to really just actually ask for himself, ask for his an exit out of New Orleans without I even agree. signing an, an extension off a rookie contract. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, flex I no. Agree. I Coach, no, I, I don't, man. I don't, I don't, I, I'm telling, listen, you, you know, I'm out here, man. You know, I'm always working. For, listen, I'm hearing a lot of chatter about Zion, man. It's yeah. just not good, bro. I don't think him, his camp, his family, anybody wants anything to do with New Orleans. And there's a disconnect between him and David Griffin. Um, there's just a lot of stuff behind the scenes, man. And I'm not a fan of it. I, I truly am not a fan of the way Zion's handling this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I don't think he will, man. I mean, I, I don't know that he comes back this year. And I think in the off season, the Pelicans are going to have a decision to make because that kid does not want to be in New Orleans. And the crazy thing is, guys, is this is not new, man. He never wanted to be there. Never no. wanted to be there. He, he had no enthusiasm about going to New Orleans. Um, he actually had his mindset on the way the draft board was looking on draft night. And then when that whole flip-flop happened, um, I think he was shell-shocked. He never got over it, man. So I'm not a fan of it, man. And, and watch out for the Knicks. Uh, trust me, watch out for the Knicks with Zion Williamson, man. I'm hearing oh, a lot really? of stuff out Yeah, I'm hearing a lot okay. of stuff out here, man. And, that's 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 a team to watch out for. Um, with with, with my man Leon Rose and and Uncle West, you know, William Wesley mm-hmm. out here in New York, they're putting in the work, and they're ready to they're ready to throw the whole damn house and get Zion over here in New York, so, which is something Zion I think you got to do it. Um, you know, my preview you're talking the preview about first, for this game. first round picks and everything. Then everything, yeah, yeah. Everything. The, I mean, everything. The preview I wrote for this game, I actually said the only team I thought Zion would go to was the Knicks. I mean, I think that's what everyone says, usually looking from the outside. It's like, okay, what are the Knicks doing? Knicks always are trying to find the next superstar. Obviously, it's Zion. 
So, yeah, I mean, that would be interesting. I think it would be – I know it sucks the way he's exiting, but I think it would be good for the NBA, of course, to get Zion over to New York. Whatever New Orleans is going to do with their franchise, if they're moving, whatever. Um, it's right. just not cool. I kind of always think about Kevin Durant, how he just went to Brooklyn because he's like, it's cooler. It's a cooler place to play than right. the New York Knicks. You know, I think it just comes down to that, what's cool and what's You know what's crazy, though, Matt? Let, let, me, let, me tell, let me tell you something about that. So, out here in New York, you, you'd be surprised. Um Brooklyn gets no love out here, brother. They get no love out here. There's there's a misconception, and and obviously, right? It's hard to see that from afar. But um, mm-hmm. you know, you go to Brooklyn, man. You got you got more visiting fans in there than home fans. Like they're not they're not they don't they don't have a real fan base, man. They're like fair weather fans, and and so like the Knicks are everything in New York, regardless of whether you know Brooklyn is the better team right now, man. Um, they're never going to be able to get past that Nick thing. And so I think that's the advantage the Knicks have right now is that, you know, they go bring it. The, the minute, if they were to get Zion, the minute they get Zion, there'll be more Zion billboards in Midtown Manhattan than there is of Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, even James Harden when, when mm-hmm. he was there. You know what I mean? So it's a crazy dynamic, man. But New York New York runs the city still, even though they're, they're terrible and they're atrocious. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and they're gonna try to like like my man just said uh, my man kid on on the chat you know you you got Zion Barrett and Cam yeah good point huh yeah that's a great point you I'm might sure. need to trade Barrett though right so or, so we're 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 talking Julius Randall probably would would leave oh, yeah. too right yeah. Oh, yeah oh Julius is I think he's out of there no matter what right the way he's been playing this yeah, year he can't be the number Julius. one he wants to be the number so one CJ CJ McCollum Julius Randall Brandon Ingram. Valanchunas, you got a kid like Devontae Graham and all them other dudes we saw tonight. That's actually a scary team. That's scarier than with Zion. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it could work out either way, man. I, mean, I like what New Orleans is doing regardless. Even, even if they keep Zion, I think they got a lot of potential, man. That team's going to be very good once they get everybody healthy. One, one game but, out um, of the playoff race right now. Yeah. But you know what? Damn the Knicks. Damn the Brooklyn Nets. Damn the Pelicans, man. Phoenix Suns, baby. Phoenix Suns. The best oh, yeah, yeah. We are a Suns podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Coach, but do you think Zion's done, though? I just wanted to get your take really quick. Just really well, quick. Well, after, I mean, after hearing that, I'm going to change my entire opinion. Look, I want to see Zion there. I want to see what Zion's going to look like yeah. in New Orleans. <laughs> I want to see the superstars stay in the smaller markets. Yeah. I hate everything about what big markets do. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I actually celebrated the Milwaukee win last year. I mean, just for the fact that it was a small team doing it. When the Kansas City Royals won the World Series X amount of years ago, I was celebrating the hell out of them. When these big markets go out and they pay for all the superstars, they have the money, I think it's bad for the game. I understand they're the bigger market, so Team A is going to pull in 2 million viewers a game, and Team B might you know, get 300,000 or something like that. I get it. Mm-hmm. I understand, but I want to go back to the nineties when we had yeah. duos, dynamic duos in every single city. You had Kemp and Peyton, you had Vin Baker and Ray Allen in Milwaukee, you know, uh, Tim Hardaway, Alonzo morning. And we could go on and on about the dynamic duos, these yeah. superstar teams and what these big, big time markets are doing is just, infuriating which is why i'll always root for the little guy in in almost anything in life so it sucks but it is what it is blame the phoenix suns and jerry colangelo for all that stuff though you know they first free agent ever in the nba was tom chambers tom chambers that's right 
and then and then the Danny Manning stuff and and the mid nineties. You know, you know that's that's it's it's funny you say that though, man. That's that's the difference between how we grew up watching basketball and how it is now. Is that you know when Larry Bird got drafted, man, you couldn't there was no free agency, so it was like you got to stay there. Isaiah Thomas, you got to stay there. Magic Johnson, you got to stay there. So. You know, that was that was fun to grow up in that era where when you drafted a player, that guy was with you for his career. And then now with the way, you know, I call it the LeBron Basketball Association, you know, as soon, soon as he started that Miami thing, man, it's, it's become a it's become a hot mess. So unfortunately, the players got more control now than the actual teams. And and that's a sad thing for the league. because We see a lot of this stuff happening. But um, the way the Suns are doing it is beautiful, man. Right now we're doing it homegrown, baby. You know, grassroots. That's what I like the way we're doing it. It'll- Built, not bought. I, yeah. I, I, I do, re, real quick, I, I do mm-hmm. disagree to the point to a point with Flex. I, I like that the players do have control because at the end of the day, they are the product. I mean, mm-hmm. I talk to a lot of people who are fans of players and not of teams, I so they'll follow they'll follow LeBron wherever <laughs> they go. Like, I totally get that, but there's got to be some sort of balance between Harden putting on a fat suit and getting traded to what Flex is staying staying there right. the whole time like you look at scotty pippen's contract and how bad it was back in the day if you know if he was playing in today's nba he definitely would have gotten traded and would have gotten paid by somebody so right. there's got to be some sort of middle ground yeah the middle there's got to be a middle ground unfortunately i mean look at college football the the player portal and all that stuff that's just that's just not the case anymore so it is a good thing it's just taking it away from what NBA and what sports is kind of supposed to be about, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. We just got to find a way to adapt and keep rolling on. And, you know, hopefully with the CBA, I mean, Flex, when does the new CBA come in? When is when is that cap really rising? Is it another two years? Yeah, after after next season, they can opt out and renegotiate on a new CBA. Um, so you got this season and then after next season, the summer, right after the season, they can opt out of it, which I, I think they will. But the NBA does a good job of 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 handling this thing. They're not major league baseball, so you know you know what I mean. They they, they they do a decent job, and I'm with you, man. It's a players' league. You know, we we want the players to prosper, and it's a players' league. That's why we all doing what we're doing, right? We 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 love the players, and they they're fantastic. But um, yeah, man, you got to find that middle ground. That's that's what I think. I like more Dame Lillards, more Devin Booker's, guys that are that are gonna sit here and say, "Yo, I want to rock yeah. with you. I want to rock with you." Know man. What I mean? And they're the ones getting killed in the media. That's what doesn't they're the make ones sense. Kill right. If Devin Booker, <laughs> if Devin Booker got up today, he can he can easily get up today and say, "I want to go here," and it could change it. But he's he's not. He's 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 cut from a different cloth and so was a guy like dame lillard which is why it kills me every time when i hear people talking about dame lillard i'm like guys man that oh. guy could have been out of portland a long time ago but he's loyal to a fault he's, you know what i mean yeah so, he is and yeah. it can go well honestly my favorite thing this year is a ben simmons and james harden thing just because of the matchup that might happen in the oh, playoff honestly that wait. you I know can't. that was a lot of chaos right i mean it went through a half a season without ben simmons ever playing james harden honestly wanted out what two months ago yeah. Like he just saw like Kyrie didn't want to play really. I mean, he he couldn't play because of his circumstance, but Harden wants to win a title. We saw, of course, tonight, Coach, he brought it up. He came out and looked really good. Again, you never know what you were going to get from Harden because you haven't seen him play legit yeah. basketball on a basketball team in a while. So you kind of forget how freaking good he is. But for that reason, I love how some of these players can ask out and can go where they want. So like you said, Flex, there is a middle ground. But it always seems to work out in the best for the NBA because right now the NBA is still one of I think this season has been really fantastic to watch. And now you have the Ben Simmons thing 
with the Brooklyn Nets, that team, if KD comes back, it's going to be really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the Ooh. Sixers look great too. Um, anything else, Coach Show, you got before we preview the next game? We got five minutes left or else we can go another hour. You guys can just carry the pot. I can just exit out of here. You guys are the best nah, guests. Let, let, let's watch this forever. one down. Let, let's go to preview. Let's go to preview. In, in fact, I wanted to see what they did tonight. I didn't see the final score up there in Utah. So let's preview, yeah. All right, yeah, Suns at Jazz, or sorry, Suns versus Jazz. Jazz are coming here. Uh, we talked about Gobert versus Aiden. I don't think Aiden has really an issue with Gobert. Any other matchups you want to watch? I think someone put in the chat, too, how Donovan Mitchell and Zion both will be on the move this summer. I mean, how how you believe that, right? Because I think Mitchell's pretty much that. done with Utah. I think Mitchell's out. I think this, this season's kind of a watch for the Utah Jazz. Wherever they end up in the playoffs, I don't think it really matters. They're not going to go anywhere. But I think it's time mm-hmm. for them to move on, right? I don't want to see another Gobert Mitchell feud next year again over who knows what the hell they're fighting about. Yeah, I think I think Mitchell's another guy you gotta keep an eye on. And actually he's another guy that's heavily connected to the Knicks, man. I mean, the Knicks, the Knicks are trying to get a, a handful of guys, man, but they, I, I, he's another yeah. guy that's got high big ties to New York. His father coached. You he know, seems like he'd be a New York Nets. player. No, I mean he's from the area. You know what I mean? He's from the area. He's from oh, out yeah. here. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You know, you know, he's he's from out here and he's got ties. His father is a, is a bench coach for the Mets. Um, so okay. there's a lot of there's a lot of ties out here. So I could see it, man. But as far as the matchup, man, I mean, listen, it's, it, he had 33 tonight, right? I I mean Donovan Mitchell had 33, 33, 2 and 5 tonight. He shot almost 60% from the field. So um, that's always a good matchup. Uh, you know, Rudy and DA, I think are going to cross cans with each other. The guy that always gets on my nerves is, is Bogdanovich, uh, Bogey, man. You know, he, he's always a flame. He always gives us hell. Yeah. So that's a guy. And then you got Clarkston. So it's, yo, it's, I, I like the opportunity to come off this loss and not face one of the bottom dwellers. I like the fact that we're going to come off this L tonight and we're going to go yeah. right into a, you know, what what should be a playoff type energy uh, on Sunday on prime time on TV early game. I love it. So um, I like the matchup, man. It's always fun to go up against the Jazz. I just I, if you can hear me, I just lost you. Sorry. Give me a second. You're good. You're good, brother. Yeah, you're good, man. Oh, there. There we go. There we go. So so the, the Jazz are fully healthy right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only do they have Mitchell Conley, Gobert, uh bogey and royce o'neill their backups eric pascal daniel house Whiteside, clarkson and forrest those five backups that started put up a pretty good fight against us in the first home game against them and now they've got mm-hmm. everybody back they're making a playoff push this is the time to go for it and you know i listen to a lot of salt lake sports radio just you know because i don't want to open up the app of burns and gamble or something all the time so i'll just throw it on when i'm driving and they're they're in love with mitchell here they love everything about him they would rather give up gobert over mitchell from all the comments you in utah brother yeah i'm in i live in salt lake (laughs) oh that's what's up my guy okay yeah, li- live in Salt Lake. Got a wonderful job and family, and she she's born and raised from here. Uh, so so we we never leave it, and, and it's good to have a good family support system here. But they love Mitchell here. They they will anoint him over John Stockton and Carl Malone when it's all said and done. If wow. he stays, unfortunately, the stuff with with Gobert and Mitchell and all that stuff going back and forth, and it just seems like they're no better off now than they were two, three, four years ago, right? When they first made the selection of Mitchell, when he kind of came up, got out of the first round, beat the uh, beat the Thunder, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, back then. They love him out here. It's not surprising to hear that he want to leave, but he hasn't come out and done anything malicious, said he wants to get traded or whatnot. He's He's been a pro about it, but 
in the day and age of players, you know, they can go where they want. So that doesn't surprise me. I just hope it's not to New York or something like that. I hope it's to a small market team. I think they got this one run. This year's it. They they flame out this year. I think they're gonna have to blow that thing up. I, I just yeah. Just they're, no, they're, I, they're gonna I totally play Mavericks agree. in the first round. I totally see that yeah. coming. That's gonna be a good one. But I, I think I think Mitchell can probably stay there. The only thing is like with the Gobert thing, it's like, are you gonna take your chances to keep Mitchell and then Gobert leave? Because who else can you get to play with Utah if they end up both being, you know, if they're both gone? That's the, the thing. It's hard years, to find. You know I mean? it, yeah, you have to draft well in Utah, and they they've overdone do. No that. You <laughs> have to draft well because nobody going to yeah, Utah. No man. one. I mean, they LeBron got made that very serious. I love you, dog. I'm not trying to say nothing about you. I'm just saying, I, you know, NBA players, yeah. they, they don't attract free agents out there in Utah. So if you draft, well, them, you know, they got. There, there's a bad rap here. There, there's the, there's the whole. Everybody thinks everyone's LDS out here. So you, so you got that out there first off, and that's just not the case. I mean, it's, it's honestly, it's any, anything but nowadays. I don't, I don't even realize it. But things to keep in mind about the Jazz organization: one, Dwayne Wade. Yeah, he owns part of it now. Yeah. He, he's out there a whole bunch, right? Two, now they got Danny Ainge in the front office. You yeah. know, he will pull the trigger at any second for anybody when that's they want. Bad. That's so exactly. they do have a chance to just reload, if you will. I, mm-hmm. I mean, Danny Ainge has done it before. He's done yeah. it before. He can do it again. Agreed. A BYU totally- boy, by the way. He's he's back home in Utah, so it might mean a little more something to him. Yeah. Yeah. Change. I say change the name and change the colors and all that. So get they are. They're changing the colors. It, it's going. Are it's going to really? be. Yeah. It's going to go to black and white pretty soon here. Kind of like the Nets. Uh, stuff, really? stuff, in, fr- stuff wow. in front of the stadium. I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like that. Yeah, man, the Jazz are purple, though? baby. Oh, so those jerseys? Did you tweet about that or something? I saw um a tweet with the that jerseys. was a fan. Yeah, that was a fan concept. Okay, okay. So the black and white thing is an actual concept that's going to happen. It's just the jerseys weren't real, right? Yeah, yeah. The jerseys weren't okay. real. I actually kind of like that, but that's that's where they're going. Uh, the new right. the new owner is uh Ryan Smith uh of Qualtrics, big tech company, big tech money i mean he's got more money than sarver does so oh, hell yeah. everybody got more money than sarver i was, I was gonna say everybody got more we us three they got money i have more more than sarver yep he more is money he, than the clippers fully... who's the clippers owner again oh uh, Balmer. Uh, Balmer, yeah yeah more money because i feel like he has the most money nah, right Balmer, Balmer, and them boys in golden state they printing money man they got that silicon mm. silicon valley money man silicon valley. we got the silicon slopes here that's the tech tech industry. Yeah, they call it the Silicon cl- Slopes yeah. here. So they got money. They got Dwayne Wade. They got a, a decent enough front office. They always seem to draft fairly well. So, I mean, yeah. it's not fun. over for them. Yeah, Jazz would be fun. All right. Well, I got to make sure that we wrap up this part of podcast soon. I got to watch um, Love is Blind. Got to finish this season tonight. Let's go. Let's <laughs> Hopefully, go. Anyway. What's up? Yeah, no, nah, I'm always looking for something to binge, man. It's dope. I'm gonna check it out. Uh, I don't know if you want to watch it that. It's, drama, it's, uh, drama, drama. It's a reality show, so it's <laughs> it's it's the only reality show I watch. For some reason, I'm a big fan of it, so I got to finish that one off. Uh, okay. But that's all I've been watching, man. I mean, um, I think that's it. I think we're done with the pot. Unless Dude. you guys have anything else, I feel like we can. Congrats on 300. Right? That's thank what you. It's about thank you very much. Congrats on 300. Love y'all. We actually made the 300 up. This is actually yep. only a hundredth, but um, and uh, Haley Comblins wanted to ask, who's the guy with flex? So hey, guy <laughs> with flex, do you want to let everyone know where they can find you, coach over there? That's coach, baby. <laughs> like what? Yeah, yeah. you gotta watch your pod, man. 
at Coach Evan B on Twitter. He's on fire podcast covering all things Arizona sports. I like to come from a, an, an organic type of point of view. You know, some some guys on some podcasts. Oh no, excuse me, that way. You know, he, he he's a Cowboys fan, but I'm a I'm a yeah, through and really. through Cardinals fan, Diamondbacks fan. So when we talk about the pain of Arizona sports, I feel it through the depths. When I love collabing with all the Suns guys that we're doing, but he's on Fire Podcast. Come check it out. We're gonna have Flex on a uh, soon at some yeah. point, and we can make yeah. schedules work out too. It's oh, very be a cool. Lot of fun. We we setting it up, baby. Can't wait, man. All right, Flex. Where can they find you at? Huh? Flex from Jersey on uh, Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, check me out, 98.7 Arizona Sports Post Game. My boy got John Bloom, PHNX Network, Believe Podcast Network, KSRN. And anytime y'all need me, brother, right here on the Jam Session Podcast. All right, awesome. So they can walk out the door and just trip and fall over you, basically. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're just everywhere. Um, oh, man. All right. Well, thank you for everybody again. This was a lot of fun, actually, for a loss. Thank you for bringing it up. You know, I, I feel better now after this Good. loss and uh, now we can move on to sunday's game and excited to look forward to that hey, so everyone what's one up? more thing one more thing <laughs> yeah if the suns come out and they look like they did tonight and we get blown out in some sort of fashion i might start questioning just a few things just a All few right. I, I, I think, think you're this stretch, this stretch is to. very very important but let's bring the energy go suns all right and everyone go home and love your family